Welcome. You're listening to the Faith and Geekery podcast recorded live on a Tuesday with Mark and Becca. We're your hosts. This is your community. Wherever and whenever you're listening, welcome on board. Hello, welcome to another episode of Faith and Geekery. My name is Mark and this is... Hello, and uh, for those who are listening on the podcast, they wouldn't have recognised or realised, or maybe some of us might not have realised either, that our credits had a little bit of a Christmassy uh, nuance to them this time around. Because it took me all three minutes to notice. I thought it was my <laughs> head making the jingling noise. I tested it a few times. Uh, ah, very good. Uh, but this is our Christmas special, Christmas special. And so tonight we are talking all about kind of, yeah, all things Christmassy, all things Christmassy especially, and all things just special. <laughs> um, so uh, that's, uh, yeah, that's where we are tonight. And that's what, uh, it's not just going to be us tonight. I know that sometimes there are some weeks where I'm there kind of going, just one guest, just one, one guest, please. One um, this week we are inundated with guests, unless they all choose to leave the green room immediately. <laughs> Please don't do that. Uh, but uh, yeah, it would be really good to be joined by lots of folks. Um, and we start, uh, as always, by asking the age-old question of what geekiness have we been up to this week? Becca. Um, I have to confess, I am lost in the rabbit hole that is cheesy Christmas movies. Not the well-known ones, no. The really, really bad one pound is from it like the charity shop. I was one. about to say it's like Hallmark kind of. Yeah, kind it's of... not a good place for me to be, but that's <laughs> where I find myself. And what's interesting tonight is because we have so many guests, we also have a private chat kind of stuff going along, all people threatening to leave the green room. <laughs> so kind of, I'm already kind of being distracted. And I've got to say, I've been finishing a TARDIS or finishing enough of a TARDIS to have it done. I'll show, show a picture a little bit later. Mm -hmm. And I've also been uh, kind of enjoying the Christmas movies. And that was something um, that will, well, we will return to a little bit later because instead of a quiz last week, I talked about what was your viewing? What would you like to... What is your kind of quintessential viewing for Christmas that helps you get in, in the mood for Christmas or Advent? Uh, and so I'll kind of bring up some of those, but feel free to comment as we go on that as well. So geekiness, Christmasiness, all things um, to all people is welcome. Anything else before we launch into geeky news? No, I don't think so. Is that everything? And I'm, this week I'm going to get the right geeky news. So here we go. Well, that didn't work properly. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing is happening at all. Um, no news is good what, news. What that should have said was about... No, no, I've got to get this right. <laughs> Captain Holt um, Tappy passing away um, from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, which was really sad. Um, it was also going to mention Jonathan Majors um, being kind of... Um, convicted of assault and therefore being dropped by marvel um there's also uh, a bit about um good omens um being renewed for another season uh another kind of um bit about um yeah foundation being renewed for another series as well so i think there's a lot of these kind of as writing strikes have come to an end um kind of yeah things are all kind of getting going again and momentum is building uh, the other thing that i was going to mention is also quite sad really is that hasbro has um kind of fired a load of people but i guess it kind of launches also into the bigger news of a lot of kind of games industries also dropping a lot of people um mm. which is kind of quite tragic especially kind of uh yeah, at the time of um, Christmas and all this kind of stuff. So there's like a lot of, it feels as if it's like a gear change in like the gaming industry and kind of board gaming industry about kind of um, trying to keep, yeah, are, are they able to retain people? Are they kind of, are they putting the people above the profits or profits above people or are they just trying to keep afloat generally? Um, you know, there's a lot of those sort of questions. Anyway, that was meant to have been geeky news. Um, I have no idea Is why it didn't go. So yeah. that's, that's, that's the, my favourite bit. I have no idea, though, because it all should have been there and it wasn't. So never mind. Never, never mind. mind. Um, so that was, uh, yeah, that was uh, 
geeky news, yes. Um, Are we going to bring on our special people? I think we should bring on our special people and let's hope no more have, technology might stops. have geeky news to share with us. Yeah, so bam, 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 bam. Hello! Oh, geeky look folks. at that. <laughs> I'm just kind of looking at various little details across all the screens. Um, and we've got lots of tinsel, lots of Christmassy things. We've got an occasional, I've got to be careful as I say this, uh, an occasional cow. Uh, and so that's really good. Um, and uh, flashing lights, baubles, everything. So that's fantastic. And beer baubles at that. Um, Brandon, how long did that take you to put those in? About five minutes. I've been oh, practicing. Jolly good. Jolly good. Jolly good. That is. Well, thank you. Thank you for joining us, folks. Uh, folks, uh, anything to comment about uh, geeky news or um, or what geekiness that you've been up to since you've either last been on or since uh, since this week has started or otherwise? Well, I'm going to start because your geeky news never, ever covers uh, kind of Warhammer and things. So the geeky news this week oh. is that. Is that the pre the pre orders on Saturday for uh, Kill Team are up? So the new Kill Team uh, Warhammer, uh, which ev lots of people have been waiting for, is on pre order this coming Saturday. Uh, so that's that's the geeky news as far as I'm concerned. You could cool. be like the Warhammer weatherman who <laughs> has a little special on the side with his map. Um, I, I love the fact you were... war correspondent, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I was going to say it's interesting that you went with weather as like, a, and you'll see. It was, um, it's the way he kind of just, I don't know, there was a kind of sensuality in how he presented the news. It went more towards weather girl than it did war correspondence. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, it's fair enough. It. Wow, Avatar, okay. Avatar Frontiers of Pandora launched a couple of weeks ago. Uh, it's Ubisoft very gorgeous um been playing it off and on quite a bit since it launched so cool very cool on saturday evening last i went to selby abbey for a hans zimmerman film music orchestra evening and it was epically amazing like the acoustics and the lighting and everything was a, a really good where was that lydia At selby abbey I will be there in about 24 hours when the plane lands. <laughs> no. I suspect we've lost Mark. I thought you were so enthralled in what people were saying. <laughs> you were just doing your good pastoral care listening face. <laughs> um, I've just decided to tether from my phone instead. And I was thinking, why is Becca st suddenly stopped? And then it, then it was like, mm. oh, everyone going around the room. And I'm there thinking, mm. is everyone just leaving? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Anyway, I'm back. I'm just, I'm just wondering whether I should, within, in respect to uh, Minty apparently being with us, uh, Lydia's colleague there, though whether I should change my hat to read Moo Humbug instead of Bar Humbug. <laughs> More cows in the world, please. Thank you. Very good. Very good. So we're all doing fine. We're all doing well, are we? Yeah. To call the go where snowman has gone before. Very good. Very good. Um, shall we move on to our quiz? Are we ready to go there? I feel as if I've missed out on something and kind of came back to a, like uh, an awkward room. You know, like has, have I missed something being said? Talking about you and your absence, Mark. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Um, yeah, shall we? Shall we go on to the quiz? Is that? Yes, be we're right? having a quizzy, a quizzy theme yeah. tune. Ooh. There you go. Where's okay. the Christmas one? Where's the Christmas one? Oh um, no! <laughs> well, you have to make your own jingle sounds. That's how we do audience participation here. Oh no, we don't. <laughs> bar okay. hum oh, bar nice. humbug. Bar humbug. There you go. Okay, the um, the Christmas special, Christmas special, special quiz has a Christmas movie theme. Um, there's a few points. I haven't actually worked out how many points you can actually get for this quiz. 
the first question. Are these Christmas movies or are they Christmas movies? That's what I want to uh, yes, they are, are For you, they're Christmas movies. Okay, question number one. In Home Alone, how many siblings does Kevin have? Extra points if you can name them. What do we do, Becca? Buzz or write them down? Just write them down. So yeah, we should have okay. said. Um, and folks, I don't did, cheat. I did consider by in the comments. Yeah, don't don't read the comments. Don't give them away in the comments. Okay, so in Home Alone, how many siblings does Kevin have? Question number two. In Mean Girls, what Christmas song do the Plastics perform to? We'll I didn't even realize that was a Christmas bored. film. Well, they have they wear very very short skirts. Is that so a might... prerequisite of Christmas? Then doesn't so sound like the sort of yes, thing that would have been allowed in the month. Wearing, as in <laughs> as in. Wait, hang on. Let me finish that. Very short elf-like Christmas skirts in a Christmas show that they do. Ah, that's the bit that makes it Christmas. Yeah, sorry. That I, it's because I was envisaging the very short skirts, <laughs> and in my head they were Christmassy. <clears throat> Question number three. In Lion the Witch and the Wardrobe, what Christmas gifts does Santa give to Peter, Susan, Edmund and Lucy? So you should be able to name a gift for each of those people. Are you implying I should actually know this one? Uh, the Becker's yes. question, so no. Yes, it's an <laughs> No Christmas sermon is complete without a C.S. Lewis reference. Amen. Was it was it was a four or three? Peter, four. Susan, Edmund, and Lucy. Oh, but no one cares about Edmund, do they really? <laughs> There was redemption for Edmund. Oh, that's true. Edmund so, gives right. me hope. Anti, Question uh, number four. Are you ready? Have you written them down? No. Okay. He's if... filling for time. Can't you tell? <laughs> <laughs> Give me a wave when you're ready. Well done, Lydia. Okay. Right, question number four. In Die Hard, what is John McClane's catchphrase? The PG version. I don't know how to type that in PG. <laughs> <laughs> cool. And question number five. In 2018, animated version of The Grinch, that was terribly read out, in the 2018 animated version of The Grinch, which actor voiced The Grinch? Yep. It's one of the best names. Uh, I know at least one of these answers. Phew. <laughs> okay. No. Is everybody ready? Give me a wave. Give me a jingle. Okay, um, Kevin in Home Alone has four siblings Buzz, Megan, Linny, and Jeff. You oh, yes, I can't remember. Those. I couldn't remember what how many of those were kind of cousins and things like that. Yeah, you see. that's why so. it's a sneaky question. Did you see you get a point for each? You may get a point for each, e yes. Even if you've just written four. <laughs> <laughs> Do I get four points? No. No. Oh. Baker, you get one point for the number and oh. one point for each of the names. So you could get a whole five points for that question. Do I get a point for saying he's got a brother and a sister? Because I've got one brother, one sister. No. no it's <laughs> I mean, it's 50-50, isn't it? Are you, you wanted me to be the humbug. Lid, you can join me. You can join me on zero points. <laughs> what, okay. Where was my mean second guess? <laughs> the plastics in Mean Girls perform to Bobby Helms Jingle Bell Rock. <laughs> I am still on zero points. <laughs> do you, do I get a point if I had some outside help? Peter receives a sword and a shield. You can get a point for that. Susan 
receives a bow and an arrow. You can get a point for that. Edmund receives nothing. You can get a point for that. And Lucy receives healing cordial and a dagger. You can get a point for that. You could, on that round, have got a point for nothing if you were careful. No, you see, Do I, I get any wrong. points for saying like lions and tigers and bears are my, or is that the wrong film entirely? Wrong, wrong <laughs> film entirely, Lydia. I, I wrote potion, I wrote sword and shield, bow, and then short sword, because I remembered the little dagger, you see, and I just put it to Edmund, but I didn't equate it alongside them, you see. The dagger is Lucy's. Yeah. And Edmund doesn't get anything because he's not with them when they meet for the Christmas. Because always winter and never Christmas. Mm. In Die Hard, John McClane's catchphrase is Yippee Kaye. Melon Farmer. Pardon? Kimasabi, if you're going to be polite about it. Um, there's a question there. How many times does he say that in that film? Because surely oh. the catchphrase could also be ho, ho, ho. I've now got a machine gun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I mean, I did write Yippee so, you know. Okay. I got a point. And um, Benedict Cumberbatch was the 2018 oh. animated version mm. of The Grinch. Best name in. Um, with your hand, show me how many points you got. Donuts! Zero, five, seven, seven, and seven. two, two. How did you manage to get seven? Well, with the, with the land, the witch, and the wardrobe answers. Did you give yourself a mark for lion and witch and wardrobe as well? No, potion, sword, <laughs> uh, shield, bow, and short sword. So, and then you pick. You could only get. You could only get a point for each collective gift. But you didn't specify that. Did <laughs> I did. When I said, when I said, I Lucy listed, got Cordial and Dagger, you may get a point for that. I'm yeah, sure Steve but I did. I did put them alongside. I didn't write them alongside. You see, I just wrote a list because I wasn't kind of doing like a fully extended thing. So I just wrote a list. So, so are you, you saying you should have checked it twice? To One, specific two, characters, Mark. Is that what you're saying? Well, I just wrote a list, yeah, so you could have chosen. Because you, you didn't say who, who, which person exactly got, you know, it was just a bag of gifts, you know. There's a uh, lot, you lot, can lot, have lot, as many points as you want. It's Christmas. I'll, put it, I'll take it down to three then, so then I've got five. <laughs> five, acceptable. Well done. Well, give yourselves a little jingle round of applause. Oh, Yay. this is... There we go. That wasn't long enough. And... <laughs> Since we edit it shorter, this seems to be the theme that you said we said for it to be shorter, and now it is too short. So there you go. Um, so, folks, uh, quiz is out of the way, uh, and everything else is out of the way. We're now coming on to oh, Hannah is it on uh, to say uh, one over here busting out that mean nice. girls knowledge. Absolutely. Well done, Hannah Baker. This is why we need you around for your mean girls knowledge. <laughs> I confess that was whispered through the study door as well. So at least one of my points belongs to Hannah, really. <laughs> we can take that. So where do we go with them? Um, oh, yeah, we've got, um, I was about to say about kind of Christmas viewing, but let's do Geeky Gallery first, and then we'll do the Christmas viewing and things like that. So hopefully <laughs> this is going to work. Um, so Geek Gallery, first of all, I was going to show off kind of my uh, Christmas stuff, uh, my little kind of, I don't know if you can see, and I don't know if I shared it last week or not, but the little um, kind of Wesley, Lego Wesley in a bauble um, and my TARDIS mug, obviously. Um, my TARDIS that I've kind of sorted, I mean, it's not completely fi finished, but it was finished enough because I was running out of time uh, for our uh, Sunday drama. Uh, and then we've got uh, Cody, uh, who's been kind of doing some... Now, I can't remember what this is called. Is this like beading or like diamond bead things? Diamond art. Diamond, diamond art. art. I was going to say, I think that's diamond art, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so it looks mm. really cool. Um, mm. I'm trying to work out if it's like... A, is it a Harry Potter shield? It looks um, like it. That looks like it, yeah. like the Hogwarts. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Hogwarts so that looks really yeah. cool. 
Um, so well done, Cody. Ah. Um, and something from Tom. Uh, and, uh, Tom. Let's talk us through it. Yeah, over to you, Tom. Oh, well, uh, yeah, so I finally, finally, because I got all my Lego building out of the way ahead of last week, uh, I finally got to sit down and finish off uh, the uh, Warhammer 40,000 stroke uh, 2000 AD crossover mashup. So, uh, yeah, so these guys are Warhammer 40,000 models, uh, but painted in a color scheme that is um, a reminder of the uh, color scheme of Judge Dredd in 2000 AD. Ju 2000 AD, of course, is not just Judge Dredd, but he's probably the most famous uh, character in it. So, yeah. And also, just down there in the bottom left, uh, I did it finally discovered about two weeks after we finished the league that I actually won my combat hey. trolling. So, <laughs> I got a new combat patrol to paint. Hey, well, so, yeah. you finished one and you got another one. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, that, that's for the new year. That's for the new year. Um, Cool. And then Lydia, um, you went to see yeah. the um, London Film Orchestra's Hans Zimmerman Illuminated. Um, that was the other night. Uh, and so it looks fab. Uh, was that good, Lydia? Yeah, it was really good. The acoustics in the Abbey worked really well as well. Um, and we were literally in the second row so we could see all the orchestra. And it's just really nice because I, I was in a smaller orchestra when I was a teen. Uh, it was really nice to see them um, that close and also interacting with each other and it just it just was really magical actually so really nice really cool and you also made a little comment there about listening to the new doctor who theme tune in church using uh, Mark PA system so that yeah. also sounded good as well yeah it was very, very good. loud it was good you could hear every single instrument in it it was excellent <laughs> fantastic oh and that's it want to see my geeky gut baubles uh, yes do we Yes. <laughs> Hang on. Let me rethink how I asked that question. My Christmas ornaments. <laughs> you ready? Here we go. Look. There is oh, oh, cool. yeah. Oh, it's very cool. Then, that is excellent. And from the Warner Brothers experience from a few years uh -huh. ago, JK Rowling was wrong. Um, and also, this one this is an obscure geeky reference. And it's written on the bottom. It's a bit. It's a bit morbid. Is it? Oh, is it Winnie the Pooh? Uh, oh, I was. Uh, <laughs> I was. Uh, I love it. And, I love it. Uh, where's the Where's the spoilers thing? <laughs> Actual spoiler. Very, very good. Very good. Very good. Um, yeah, and. Uh, just to announce that last week, yeah, we didn't have a quiz, but we we're asking folks to talk about their um, their Christmas uh, movies, their Christmas viewing, what they go to. Um, and so uh, my good lady said uh, about Die Hard, because we watched that. We've also got through the holiday. We haven't watched Arthur Christmas yet, um, though I got halfway through the film of The Hogfather uh, last night. The Hogfather. Um, David had written about Highlander. Um, Graham had said bad centre, then kind of said jokes, then talked about bad Batman Returns. So I didn't know what he was joking more about <laughs> or whether they were all kind of ones. But, you know, you kind of throw it in kind of like and to see how it is, you know, how the reaction is. All, know, all of Graham's like... alter egos have bad taste in movies, it turns out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I, just, I wondered whether you just threw bad Santa in there just to see how it was received. It was like, oh, yeah, kidding. <laughs> Mm. Uh, <laughs> but then Freeze in a Batman Returns, which is that is that Mister Freeze? Is that the kind of is that the link there? I don't know. I can't remember. No, because um, Doctor Freeze to... is Batman and Robin, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah it is. Oh, mm. Doctor Freeze. Came out talks about another one of the oh. later ones. Oh, it's the it's the Penguin, isn't it? Of course, it is. Penguin. It's Danny it's the penguin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh gosh, that's yeah. Um, Lydia, wow. yeah, you'd put uh, Gremlins, uh, then Miracle on 34th Street, and then Cody had written N Nativity 2, which is definitely the David Tennant one. So, I have uh, to say, we, we finished watching Gremlins last night, and it is a lot more violent than I remember as a child. Maybe. <laughs> uh, there's a couple of films that I've watched as an adult that I watched as a child, and I don't remember certain bits of, and I'm certain that my grandma actually fast-forwarded through the very scary bit for me. <laughs> That's nice. I was glad yeah. to watch it. 
here's a, a cr- Christmas version of that. Um, in the, when I was about four, my mum used to skip past the bit in the snowman where the whale's tail comes out of the sea because it was too scary, and I used to get scared that what if the whale's tail <laughs> hit the flying snowman and child <laughs> out of the air? Um, well, I was, I was I was mentioning last week that I don't do pat. Was it last week? I said I said I'm sure it was last week. I don't do panto, and um, mm. I'm, I'm oh sure yes, you do. Oh, humbug! Um, is defending his uh, his Christmas stuff. No, that's really cool. Uh, yeah, it is definitely. Yeah, I think I've just forgotten what it was. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And snow and penguins kind of yeah lends itself, doesn't it, to uh, hmm. to kind of Christmasiness. Um, but uh, sorry, Tom, you were saying I was about. Just saying, um, I think it's probably the scariest of it. It's probably all goes back to the one panto that was taken to as a child, where apparently my parents, had, my mum, had to take me out about. Uh, five minutes in when the Wicked Witch appeared, at which point I was like, no, I don't want to be here. And made that very obvious, which point I was taken out of to whichever theatre in Stafford it was that we went to to watch the panto. I never liked it since. Very good, very good. Uh, Hannah has also put Muppet Christmas Carol. Um, This is the correct answer. No other answer is acceptable. (laughs) Uh, A Christmas story. That's my go-to. A Christmas story? Famous for the kid who licks the pole and his tongue is stuck on it? Isn't that Dumb and Dumber? No. No. (laughs) It's a classic movie. It's not Christmas. There is lots of snow in it, though. And uh, and Tim's referencing Dumb and Dumber. It did do that, but I think that's the mick take of it. So... Yeah, it doesn't originate um, from yeah, that. Yeah. I'm going to have to watch it. M- much like most of Dumb and Dumber didn't originate <laughs> yeah. with them. There is no original content. It's the annual reminder that Harry Potter is a Christmas film, indeed. All of them. Yay! Yeah. Well, is it? Because they do, do they not cover the it's... whole Christ- school year? <laughs> Yeah, it's like so they can say, oh it's an easter movie it's yeah. it's a back to school movie it's a let's embrace so, everything movie i grew Correct. up with the books and the films of harry potter and i know there's all sorts of stuff going on around the outside of the uh wizarding world but harry potter is the place the movies and the books and the place that i go when i need some comfort so actually that is perfectly valid and also it is christmas because it when i'm trying to wind down after term um yes uh <laughs> when i'm trying to wind down like at the end of term i will put harry potter on because it's where my brain just switches off and just enjoys something so yeah for those listening on audio uh, there's a little kind of banner that says jk rowling is wrong and that is a reference and that is the original banner from when we first talked about it and kind okay. of talked about actually we can be kind of geeky about the the wizarding world but also yeah. recognize that the creators can kind of get things wrong um so, so the best thing to do at christmas is to illegally stream the harry potter films so you watch them but they get she gets no money uh, folks just to say that that is not a professional opinion but that is just for the baker household alone this episode sponsored by NordVPN. Other <laughs> we'll blame it on the lights. Yeah. There's a nice little uh, banner down here saying "formal apology to insert name here," which again I think is a previously used banner because we've used it on a number of occasions. Reduce, uh, reuse, recycle. Oh, and then uh, and Hannah's now also commenting. Don't <laughs> with it. I'm going to jail on my own. <laughs> But at least oh, to be able dear. to stream Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I am irrationally cross, at, possibly not irrationally cross, at uh, J.K. Rowling for sort of stealing something from my childhood that gave me great yeah. comfort and joy. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. We're there with you. It's... Um... But it can be one of those things, can't it, where you know, where you, you have these kind of big kind of moments, these Christmas specials or these kind of big films where they do kind of invoke those emotional re- responses and yet kind of through the course of time things can happen where you just they're kinda of going, Oh, that soured it a little bit. That mm. soured it a little bit. You know, it and it it's still and then you still have this kind of strange kind of connection to it, but then suddenly it feels as if it's kind of a more uh yeah, a harder kind of or more tethered kind of link you know or more tedious link to it because you can't kind mm. of 
kind of go back on it. Um, something I will mention really briefly is that I was part of a famous cartoon club with a famous um, Australian um, who used to do stuff. And I, and I used to have a little certificate to, and I used to be really proud of it. And then it all kind of came up and it's just like, yep, that's never going to come out in public ever again. Uh, <laughs> Oh, I'll just mentioned just it on a screen. Yeah, yeah, and it's just one of those things, you know. Um, uh, yeah, it's just, it's just what. Then what do you do with it? And you have this kind of like little pocket in the corner that sort of say baggage, please handle with care. And uh, but you still have those those emotions connected to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think um, I think Christmas can be all right with that. Oh, um, talking of getting things wrong, yes, Graham's, but. Um, I love watching Top of the Pops 2 Christmas special every year, but it's hard to change content a few times when it gets, yeah. Yeah, yeah and that's it, isn't it? We, we still can have those mixed emotions of something really yeah. good, but a bit of a crash into the through time and through kind of things coming to light, it feels a little bit harder to, to kind of enjoy. But yeah, you still have those Christmassy connections. Um, but isn't... To be to be a bit deeper, isn't isn't that why we should actually tell the Herod bit in the Christmas story each year? We always mm. stop, don't we? We always stop. We always kind of run our nativity through to the, and the wise men left, having been told to go home another way, and we never mention why. It's like, oh, actually, mm. no. There is there is even in the Christmas story, the original Christmas story, there there is some really kind of like you know crappy stuff that, yeah. that maybe we ought to. And if we mentioned it more, maybe that would allow us to kind of. Like the mass murder of loads of baby boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, pretty much. The other day I was really puzzled by a post in a local Facebook group because, and this is a wider thought that I've been having recently, there was a post on saying, my child is traumatised, they saw a dead sheep in a field. And I'm like, but why aren't you as parent talking about them about, talking to mm-hmm. them about death and the fact that farm animals sometimes die. Why are you? Why are you blaming everybody else for for not exploring that? Do you know what I mean? It sort of relates to what you just said, but yeah. Like, no, absolutely. What, I mean, it's interesting because I actually went to I went to my uncle's farm and uh, I, they were being shown around my two kids, so six and nine year old, and I had to kind of like guide them past the uh, severed heads of various animals and carcasses. <laughs> but, but at the same time, as they're kind of going. But it is on the farm. How much of a tour do you want, kids? You know. Um, Have you not yeah. got a jingle yet for cute farm stories with Mark? <laughs> <laughs> no, but we need one. <laughs> um, no, not quite. Um, the point is, we can't protect children from everything, and we mm-hmm. need to find a way to talk about things healthily. Yeah. Yeah. Not too think... much sanitization this Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's really a fascinating sort of journey to go down, isn't it? About, yeah, mm. kind of recognising the kind of the heartfelt, the emotions, the journey that that these sort of things can take us on. And it's the it's the good and the, the bad, the ugly, as well as everything else in between that we've mm. got to kind of embrace. And dare I say that that's kind of a bit like Christmas, isn't it? That we don't just invite the nice people. We kind of invite family, friends and, you know, even so-and-so and and, I mean it's all about that kind of gift of grace and Mm -hmm. whilst those things should you know obviously if crimes have been committed and things like that that should be recognized and you know people consequences da 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 but actually there is something there about kind of recognizing our humanity just in the same way as Thomas said about kind of Jesus kind of coming into the world and into the 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 crap of it you know Mm -hmm. actually if we if we just remove ourselves and just kind of look to all the glitzy stuff then I think it loses some of the impact of, of I mean, it loses the contrast, doesn't it? That if we can see Jesus coming into the world and kind of light of the world, actually, if you just put it in a well-lit room, then then the light's not going to shine as bright. But actually, in the darkness, actually, it's it's helpful. Does that make sense? I'm sure I'm kind mm-hmm. of, it's a theological roller coaster that I've mm-hmm. kind of at least offended five people. Uh, but do you know what I mean? I think it, there's there's something there, isn't there, about that contrast and stark reality mm-hmm. of it. And actually, we shouldn't just tidy it all up. We shouldn't just kind of raise the contrast, raise the brightness up. Um, actually, it's about recognizing, actually, yeah, you know what? It sometimes is rubbish. You know, the things that are happening in the East, you know, that is awful, awful atrocities going on. And actually, we shouldn't just kind of brush that under the carpet or just tune out of that channel 
but actually it's about kind of accepting mm. um <laughs> and, and i've just seen graham's comment about the iron brew advert and the snowman uh which um, if you've not seen that one <laughs> is the fact that he favors the uh he favors the iron brew or does he try and get he pinches the kid's iron brew and then mm. drops the kid and then walks yeah. away with the iron brew uh, <laughs> and so um <laughs> Maybe going Excellent. in a different direction, there, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but a good advert. But a mm. good advert. Um, should we carry on talking about that, or should we veer into Christmas adverts? Well, I was going. Well, um, Christmas specials first, just to tie into that. One of the reasons why I like the Christmas specials on the West Wing and why I often we watch all of them at Christmas is mm. because they don't shy away from the fact there's, you know, because it's a series that it's a episode that has you know a b plot and a c plot one of the plots at least is the darker plot with something much darker going on to just yeah. remind you that you know and whether it's toby's dad who's a ex you know operative person who used to work with murder inc uh, or whether it's you know the homeless guy who died who was a you know korean war veteran or whatever it is there's always or um josh's pdsd there's always something going on that that is yeah yeah potential spoilers potential spoilers um <laughs> I, I haven't actually seen all of them so i don't know whether these oh, are actual spoilers or not yeah. so i don't yeah, know yeah, yeah, actual yeah. Spoilers, <laughs> potential spoilers no idea i don't uh, i don't think they ruin the they do ruin the episodes for you if you don't if you don't realize um so yeah but they've always those darker threads running through each of the episodes to kind of don't shy away from the fact that christmas involves kind of darker stuff as well as the lighter stuff yeah um, Indeed, we are. This is our Christmas special, Christmas special. So let's not dive into Christmas adverts just yet. Um, is there anybody else who would like to share their kind of Christmas special, Christmas special? Um, I don't know why I'm repeating it several times, but <laughs> I've, I've, I've kind of committed to it now. Uh, so uh, commit to the bit. Uh, would anyone like to um, yeah, like share the you know, kind of quintessential viewing? I always look forward to call the Midwife's Christmas special. Aww. Yeah. And again, that echoes what Tom said, doesn't it? It's not as if the, the don't just have like a quiet episode <laughs> chatting over coffee and biscuits. Actually, the job, it still it, it still involves kind of the, the life stuff and otherwise. Is there anything in particular that you uh, you enjoy about it, Lydia? It's just like the way they portray it. And I don't know whether it would have been the reality of the time, but they are quite good at the historical stuff. Um, it's quite simple. And they make the best out of everything they find themselves in and i think there's something really nice about that something re that that practical sort of way in which they love people through what they do is uh is yeah, yeah. where i find home at christmas mm -hmm. yeah it's quite it's quite comfortable viewing isn't it oh not comfortable it's quite homely i guess and yeah. even with the tragedies there's still that kind of yeah kind of I don't want to say it dated, but like um, glass half full kind of hope in yeah. the kind of in that era. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. um, Tim's oh, yes. showing the Vicar of Dibley, specifically the Christmas lunch incident. <laughs> um, very good. Iconic. Very good. How many Christmas lunches have you had in one year, Mark or Tom as ministers? Oh, that's a sentence. How often does that sentence get a say? <laughs> Never in this house. <laughs> Maybe Only with reference to other Tims. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe three. I don't know. I think three when I was in good. I think in Cornwall when I was I don't often I don't so often hear because I don't have lunch clubs. But a number of my churches in Cornwall had lunch clubs. I think I maybe managed five in one year. I was having salmon by the end and not the turkey because I was yeah. just like, no, no more turkey. I had four Christmas dinners so far, which is impressive in a rural circuit. So we've had a full Christmas dinner uh, at two separate messy churches. Nice. Uh, the session, which is pretty good going. And then we've had a staff one and I went out with um, a few of my volunteers as well. So I've, had, I've already managed to have four and it's only the 19th. Very good. That's quite, that is quite impressive. Committed. 
Yeah, you're assuming there, Becca, that people actually invite me to these sort of things. I think they kind of uh, <laughs> enjoy it. Can I know we don't want to invite you. <laughs> so it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Um, anybody else for Christmas specials? And of course, you know, we mentioned Vicar Dibley. So I mean, there's always, there's like, I mean, there's like the traditional kind of ones, like Blackadder. Um, there's kind of. Um, and now my brain's gone completely blank. Um, like uh, two Ronnies, and the, all the, there's kind of older, kind of Morecambe and Wise, older and Wise at Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Be we watched um, the Death in Paradise Christmas special last night from, a, from three or four years ago, which is oh, very fantastic. pleasant. Nice to be transported across the Atlantic. Oh. And Lid is just hey, getting candles. Strong Christmas card. Very good. Very good. <laughs> But uh, yeah, like, for I'm, me, I'm... it's Doctor Who, Doctor Who Christmas specials. Um, yes. The Husbands of um, River Song is a, a, quite a, a special favourite. I'm also trying to talk the kids into their first viewing of Doctor Who and starting with the Christmas mm. specials because I think they usually tonally are a little bit more kind of uh, yeah, range a little bit younger, um, yeah. but not all of them. Can you um, can you project it onto the side of the TARDIS? And... Um, have the full Doctor Who experience. Nice. I I could if I was intending to bring the one and a half meter by one and a half meter by two meter TARDIS back into the house um, amidst everything else. Um, oh, Graham Dutton is sharing um, the royal family um, when Keanu is born. Um, very good. Any any others for Christmas specials? You, Tom. Um, yeah. The Christmas, I mean, I was just going to say Doctor Who ones. Though. The other thing with introducing people via them is that they're, um, they tend to be standalone, don't they? They tend not mm. to, they don't, you don't need to know half of what's already happened this series to know, kind of get half the yeah, yeah. Which I That's think, true. I imagine, is quite helpful. And they've often used the kind of the Christmas specials, yeah, kind of as like a, a keep you kind of excited between one season and another season. So actually there might be a natural conclusion anyway. So actually there's a break in the story or there is maybe a continuation. I think the um, the only tedious one for me is when um, oh, Clara Oswald's character was going to go and she was kind of swaying back and forth whether she was going or not and it just felt as if it cheapened the christmas episode but i won't go into those details <laughs> that's for another time um so yes um and then tim's also put we need a methodist christmas special with we three tims uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> applications to be the third tim oh. right. <laughs> currently live um any more for any more Christmas specials? I mean, I don't want to kind of, you know, it's not as if this whole episode's kind of around the whole kind of Christmas specials. Let's not force it any further, shall we? <laughs> this, <laughs> this is my favourite Christmas special. Yeah. Christmas special. This is the best know. Christmas special ever. Well, speak now or we'll move on about any other Christmas specials. Okay, let's move on then, shall we? Um, I'm going to move on to the Christmas adverts because I think that is something that's creeped in over the last few mm. years. I say few years. I think, Tom, you um, mm. surprised me last week by saying that I think um, one of the ones, was it Mog, was it? It was like 2015 yep. or 2014. Mm. So these have actually been quite a, yeah, a, a state. They've got a bit of staying power and they've kind of been rattling around for at least 10 years, if not, if not mm. more now, really, which is quite surprising. So if we've seen... A lot of uh, Christmas um, adverts. What have we? Uh, what are we opting for? Mm. I like Iceland's the most because they. For those who haven't seen it, was it? Nobody's seen it because uh, Iceland didn't do an advert this year. They've invested <laughs> the money back into their customers and reducing yeah. prices, which I think is a brilliant way forward. Given that multiple billions of pounds have been spent on advertising this year alone, yeah. yeah. Just mm. capitalism, amen. Oh. Is that your Christmas sermon, Tim? <laughs> Always. Always. <laughs> <laughs> I used to have a storm, I would imagine. <laughs> it's, it's just my sermon. You can take the word Christmas out of that. <laughs> <laughs> Along with the revolution. Um, I'm, not, I'm not currently wearing my T-shirt that says all I want for Christmas is the uh, means of production. But I'll dig that out at some point over the course of the Fair enough. festive season. 
any any more adverts christmas adverts what do we think to the john lewis one with the um the singing the operatic um kind of i want to say kind of audrey two uh the um kind of venus flytrap thing have we all seen that one yeah no i've not done no it is no, it's, it a bit weird and to be honest i was like what is john lewis doing this is really other other kind of things are available uh you know it was like what are they on about what is it and and it's a bit of a there's a bit of a like a redemption thing but it's still a bit weird there's something uh, about for me in because they get the box from an old an old antique shop i think so there's something yeah. about finding something that's been forgotten and yeah. then they plant it and it isn't what they expected but the boy welcomes it anyway, apart from the fact that it nearly there's a hint that it might eat the dog, which I yeah. Um and then they pop it outside. Um and I'm just wondering at what point Jesus would have gone outside with the Venus flytrap, would it have been far sooner than um the people did in the advert of or would he have that got chucked out? Would Jesus have been chucked out with him? I don't know. I have sermons on this adverts this year, so you know. You know, I think it does raise a question of like, yeah, it kind of is about acceptance of, and even if it is kind of not what was expected, I think that's really good. Um, Yeah, and I found some of the other adverts just a little bit so so, a bit, you know. Incredible. Oh, yes. Um, And then is it the best of everything, even if that means people lose out because they can't afford it? Hmm. Hmm. Um, then there's the Hannah Waddingham one is it with Marks and Spencer where basically they're, they're going to do things there's a certain expectation that they're going to do some some one way and then they just go yeah stuff it I'm just going to do what I like um, which again just takes it away from that kind of embracing and, and I guess that's where at least John Lewis kind of gets has a bit of a, a, a nice message of inclusion and acceptance whereas the other one's just like just do it for yourself, you know, and it just seems a little bit kind of like a bit selfish. Then is, there not, is that not a, a strong message in terms of don't compete with everybody else, don't try and match the budget of families far more well-off than you, um, do, do what brings you joy? That is true, actually, that's true. I didn't really see it from the whole kind of competing. I thought they just couldn't be bothered um, with. I thought I thought Hannah Waddingham was kind of like helping her daughter's kind of costume or something like that. So it felt as if it was just like that's a bit harsh. <laughs> but I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe not. I'm maybe reading too much into or not enough. But I think this is a, this is a limitation of these adverts, isn't it? Really. Um, yeah. But. Uh, to be honest, though, a few years though, I sometimes take some of the um, the lovely kind of music, the slower tracks, um, and kind of see whether I can kind of um, shoehorn them into like the new year with kind of covenant services and kind of renewing kind of promises with God. The only downside is sometimes I'm there kind of going, it does just feel a little bit kind of a tried and tested formulaic kind of like, you know, let's get somebody to play this on acoustic and sing it slower. And uh, that will do. Alexa's you know. been playing for the last two weeks in my house. <laughs> Alexa, play me Christmas chill out. Oh no, no, don't! Sorry. <laughs> no, stop, Alexa, stop! Stop it, stop it, Alexa, stop! <laughs> Up and no, down Alexa. the country. Oh, good. Alexa, stop! <laughs> my favourite game. <laughs> <laughs> Alexa, subscribe yeah, sure. me to the Faith and Geekery podcast on all that. <laughs> oh, um, I really um, other other places to get resources are available, but I liked the Amazon advert this year because it was about um, to people of the older generation mm. um, recapturing mm. their youth by being able to buy something that would make a sled more comfy. And you can see them as they're going down the hill, being transported back to when they were kids. And there's something really lovely about engaging with play intergenerationally. And it just fits all the boxes where I am at work at the minute. So I'm like, this need this needs to be a thing in churches as well, where we're getting older people to reconnect yeah. with their youth and the young people who are around them. So yeah, really like that one. 
yeah, I, I quite liked it. Um, I, I think, yeah, I like the sentiment behind it. Um, there was a small part of me there kind of going, has she just ordered one for herself? That package is too small for, there'll be lots of bubble wrap in that package. You know, that's not a normal Amazon package. Those have been nicely stacked in there, you know, so this is nice for the advert. Just being cynical about Amazon, really. Um, I ordered some triangle dominoes for Mark's Christmas present, and they came in just plastic. <laughs> he knows what they are because he's seen them. You know, a thin sheet of plastic, but they also left it um, propped against my bin on a really wet day, so they've had to go back anyway because. Oh no. Oh, yeah. that's a shame. So you won't get that with a drone. They don't always on package, but when they don't, they ruin things. Um, <laughs> not good. Spo um, spoilt spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. We don't have a banner for that one. <laughs> so, no, we don't. Um, I yeah. can't be bothered to type it. Yeah, yeah. So we're just going to leave it hanging there. Um, there is a question from Stephen. Um, Stephen's asking. Um, he's a he's a good old Methodist. Stephen. He's asking about um, the uh, the advertisement. Not quite the advertisement, the commercial, but the out of the ordinary Methodist Great Britain Methodist kind of advert. Um, do we want to make any comment here, uh, or should we move on? Has everyone seen the Great Britain of Methodist Church advert? Uh, yes, I have actually seen that. Yep. Have people in this chat actually yep, been involved it. in the production of it as well? No idea. No. Okay. No. No, oh, sorry. Uh, sorry, uh, I've been told off because I said about <laughs> old methodists. I didn't mean to, sorry, I didn't, that wasn't intended. What Mark meant was positively ancient methodists. Uh, <laughs> no, don't get me into more trouble there, Tim. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> There's a little banner about saying, uh, yeah, me, sorry. Um, I was only in the broad sense of the old kind of, you know, the usual. Um, Keep doing it, yes. Let's move on, shall we? Um, there is a little link on the bottom here to remind you about the Discord community that is available if you download the app. <laughs> Ding! Um, uh, sorry, now I'm just looking at yeah, Tim's kind of comment. Yes, we all have seen the clip. Looks off camera towards the stern looking connection. <laughs> That's a bit cheeky. Let's move on, shall we? <laughs> Unless unless there's any comments, we're we're happy to chat informally here. Who's the stern looking connectional rep? Have you not got one in your house? No. Oh. Just keep, it's, keep it's one. Just there. It's just there. It's there. <laughs> <laughs> not really. Uh, cool. Shall we move on then, folks? Um, uh, yeah. Okay. So if we. Um, Thinking, we've been th talking about Christmas specials, about um, our Christmas adverts. Is there anything that we're just generally looking forward to at Christmas time? Food, food, very good. I've been um. granted third opportunity, third year running, to try and perfect the Christmas dinner because two years ago on Christmas morning, my turkey was still frozen, and. Um, got the backup turkey out of the freezer and then the oven blew up and then throughout that year we got the oven fixed seven times and then said new oven please which came the year after on the 20th of December so I had to get used to a new oven and then I messed up the timings and we the roast potatoes were not roasted so I boosted the heat the oven and the oven exploded again oh no um, hang, hang on, hang on, Luke. There's one, there's one part of this story that I'm not up with yet. The the backup turkey. So, <laughs> in the freezer, near how Christmas, many turkeys have you got in your house? <laughs> you never you know, have enough turkeys. Really, really tasty, but also very highly processed round Bernard Matthews turkey crown things that you can oh, get okay. for quite yeah, cheap. Like... They were in the freezer in case something happened. And the supermarket also. Oh, yeah. go on, Brendan. I was going to say it's the best time of year to get turkey from the supermarket. You know, they're all on sale. You know, yeah. between November and December, stock up on a few. Oh, and also last year I ordered vegan turkey accidentally. So. I would question whether that's actually a turkey, but yes, um, that is true. That is true. I, want, I want to know with any. I want to know what turkeys aren't vegan. 
I mean, I thought turkey feet. <laughs> That's the meat well, he's been trying to look out for. Hopefully this year, this third attempt, third time lucky, whatever the charm is, it will be okay this year. You see, it's interesting because... It because I didn't know this story. And as she first started kind of talking about it, I thought, that's a bit harsh. It feels a little bit loaded that she's been granted a third opportunity. <laughs> and then you t- kind of shared the rest of the story and then didn't mention just one oven, but two ovens blowing up. And uh, I can suddenly understand now. Uh, but I hope it, it sounds like well. It sounds <laughs> like you've been visited by the ghost of Turkey past and present. <laughs> and this year will be the ghost of Turkey future. Yeah. The series of unfortunate events and whatever. <laughs> Uh, oh, oh Graham's got, Christmas special. Uh, Graham's put, put, he's got a snow machine this year, that, so it'll be used at least for one of the rest of his Christmas services. And what's really cool here is that on his Facebook profile, he's got a picture of him with his snow machine, which it kind of almost looks a little And I was going to comment on this earlier, Graham, but I didn't. Um, it almost looks as if you're like in Love Actually on there. Just <laughs> yes, like the, res- exactly. the resolution, the way that you're just passionately singing there, it looks fantastic. Um, but uh, yeah. yeah, it's, it's definitely awesome. some kind of BBC promo shot, isn't it? I mean, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Does he want a job with the Connectional Media team? (laughs) (laughs) Is is that the sound effect of the snow machine? Uh, Yes, yes, that was it there, Tim. That was it, yes. Um, That's the Thanksgiving and Christmas horror movie that I want to see from the makers of Cocaine Bear (laughs) Vegan Turkey. (laughs) If you are ordering a turkey from a list of turkey options and it says turkey style crown don't, ah, right. don't go for it unless you want to embrace unless, your vegan side yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> unless okay. you are a vegetarian yeah, unless, yes. vegan and seeking non-dead I, I would have thought like it was turkey style so like it was styled up with maybe bacon or whatever you know? <laughs> yes. it's not just a turkey wearing baubles I think it's, so we have been a little bit harsh on the kind oh, of vegans very, and vegetarians but I think it is really kind of helpful to kind of say actually you know what Turkey is quite a, like a standard kind of straightforward thing at Christmas, but actually it's a bit of a shame for those who are kind of vegan and vegetarian where they, they kind of, it usually is like a relegation of nut roast, isn't it? And there are lots of other things available. Uh, mm. And, um, you know, it's not just about just kind of enjoying the sides. Actually, with a little bit of imagination and creativity, some things can be there. See, yeah. I've done my little bit promoting. Well done. Candles. Thank you, Mark. Thanks. You'll be and Baker, what are heaven. you having instead of your turkey? <laughs> We're asking me. Um, I think no, we've got some vegan turkey. I think we have some fake turkey. It's pretending to be turkey. Um, nice. Very good. Which will be served. Is it a band? I'm trying to which, remember which band it is. It came up on one of my Spotify Christmas this this year. There's a band that's done a song called Vegetarian Christmas. I can't. I can't, oh, I can't remember. Yeah. Sounds like a top hit. Tom. Spotify that. Yeah. Yeah. Feet, someone like that. Oh, I'm enjoying crowned with many turkey crowns. That's very good. To mitigate also the, the frozen turkey disaster of two years ago, I've ordered a fresh turkey from my local butcher and it's turkey butterfly. They have abbreviated said turkey uh, on the receipt that I need to take in on Christmas Eve and they've put turkey butt. So on Christmas Eve, <laughs> I will be waltzing into the butchers and saying, I'm here to collect my turkey butt, please. Because I think that would be funny. But anyway. Very good. Very good. Uh, Tim said, yeah, it's um, feet, uh, yeah, Brother Tom. Um, yeah, uh, to be honest, though, as we said earlier, I, I do kind of buy some of the like, um, those cook from frozen kind of turkey things as a backup just to have him. Yeah. And they're good for like turkey sandwiches, especially when. I have got experience of this where family come and descend and you kind of go, Oh, I've gone for a bigger turkey this year. Uh, because, and, and then the, the nephews or the kind of the extended family just obliterate it in one sitting and they're kind of going, so, you know, there's like leftover bits. Uh, that's not happening. Mm-hmm. Is it? Uh, <laughs> so you suddenly have to dive into other things, but anyway, never mind. Never we, mind. Tend, we tend not um, to get a turkey. We tend to get a, multi-bird one of these multi-bird roasts or something tend to be frozen uh, and just cooked from frozen because 
often nowadays it's just the two of us or maybe three of us and actually you can't get a turkey small enough that actually you're not going to be eating turkey leftovers for like a month so it's just like no just just something in the in the from the freezer stick in the oven it's very nice but we're only eating it for the next two days and not the next year so absolutely yeah we tend to go hammer prime rib I mean, because over here we have Thanksgiving. Well, it's because we we eat turkey all through November, you know. We don't (laughs) want to do it through December either. It's like, come on. (laughs) I want to live. Let's ham. Let's spice it up. (laughs) Well, I get that. I get that completely. Uh, It's interesting that, uh, and again, cue kind of uh, music for Mark's anecdote about farm. Um, That uh, I kind of, we grew up kind of. Who are? Who are? (laughs) Mark takes us to the farm. Yeah, in East Yorkshire, mate, not Cornwall. Yeah, you, can, you, can, you, can, you can clip. You can clip that. That's fine. Uh, yeah, that's cool. yeah, I think, uh, that was that was Tim on his own, folks. Um, we are nearly running out of time as well. Um, yeah, I, we grew up kind of, um, kind of uh, resolving or dealing with uh, the geese um, at Christmas and um, plucking and yeah kind of drawing those and uh, that was kind of our Christmas tradition um, not that I've kind of introduced that to the kids coming full circle talking about kind of farming stuff but um, I always used to say to dad it's like why don't we have turkey and he's just like because we've got goose mate and it's just like oh I didn't realise you know um, so um, I've had yeah. goose at Christmas once it's like you buy it and by the time it reaches the table it's half the size yeah yeah well it's very much like duck as well my granddad used to say that there's there's only enough duck for two and it's me and thee and he was like points to himself and the duck um (laughs) so uh, (laughs) anyway on that note i've gone through all my old farming anecdotes um is there anything left to say folks um before we finish on friday so you know is that for the, the turkey though? Um, i'm going to pick up my ceramic cow from the cow farm and very good very good yes right okay. on time. yeah i was gonna say tim has just shared about um, one thing i miss about a u.s christmas is the christmas brisket that sounds fascinating yeah so, whilst you're here, Brandon, can you explain what the Christmas brisket kind of tends to be? Uh, I, I don't know his Christmas brisket. No, 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 no. For me, it's slow cooked, sometimes smoked. Oh, yeah. Mm. Very good. Nice. Stick it in the night before on Christmas Eve and pull it out Christmas morning. It's like a nice little gift. That sounds very to nice. Yourself. Indeed. As we all update our our Christmas shopping list, (laughs) brisket. That's cool. Well, bless you, folks. Thank you for joining us. Um, it has been an absolute pleasure. It's been a little bit chaotic in places. I think with the amount of people commenting and being on screen, at one point we just thought that there would be no comments because everyone was on the screen. Um, so I'm really glad that there has been plenty of comments, plenty of people. Um, and uh, yeah, so look forward to kind of reading up some of these kind of comments a little bit more in detail uh, without having to juggle everything else. Um, so thank you. Um, Thank you, Brandon. Thank you, Tim. Thank you, Lid. Thank you, Tom. We're going to uh, drop you off. So if you'd like to wave, you can say goodbye in like a Brady-style fashion. <laughs> hey, there we go. Not that way. Hello. <laughs> and so, Becca, that uh, comes to the end of our Christmas special. Is there anything final to share or otherwise? I don't think so. I think I think all of that stuff, all of that messiness and the silliness and and what the stories that we hold at Christmas do allow us to be fully human. Um, and I think we show that with our bunch of gloriously special people um, that came to chat with us today, that came to share their story. Um, but despite the silliness, we're also able to be fully human. Um, you're wearing a ridiculous hat. I have now parcels on my head um, and yet together we gather um, and be be fully ourselves. And I think that's the, the magic of geekiness, the magic of Christmas um, and really important. 
And that's really helpful, isn't it? Because what we should have maybe done at the very beginning of this episode is maybe audio describe to the podcast listeners that we've all been dressed up in Christmas things from the very <laughs> beginning of the episode. We <laughs> so that glorious was a little bit of faux, a faux pas. Um, I should have mentioned that I've got a, uh, a Decorate uh, TARDIS t-shirt on and a, yeah, a, a what's a sequined Christmas hat. Sequined, um, nice. So, uh, so yeah. Well, bless you, um, Becca. Thank you for uh, yeah co-hosting tonight. And um, yeah, I think uh, we shall be having a break, as I think was shared up on the screen. Um, we're going to um, have a little couple of weeks off, and we're coming back on the 9th of January, I do believe. Um, and so that would be cool. Uh, and uh, yeah, thank you, folks, for for listening oh and there was a couple of little bit of thanks and bits and pieces again folks we have got a podcast um we have got this on various places um i would say that i've also noticed that there are nice new features about threads and x and things like that so just let us know kind of um where you kind of watch us you know and kind of followers on um youtube seems to be some of a ghost town at the moment with this so kind of maybe moving away from that i'm not sure but we maybe just have a little bit of an assessment in the new year about kind of format about where we're kind of showing these things streaming these things and otherwise and what sort of formats and otherwise but again thank you folks for watching thank you becca and uh, wherever you are we hope that you have a, a merry christmas and a happy new year and all that kind of gubbins bless you Geek safe. Bye-bye. You have been listening to the Faith and Geekery podcast. And if you want to find out more information or even be a guest on the show, please visit cybersten.co.uk for more information and all the social media likes and all that kind of stuff. And we are a small community. So those likes, those subscriptions, they all count and help towards uh, positive feelings in the world. Again, thank you for tuning in. Geek safe.